I can honestly say that one of the biggest issues that I have seen with people, myself included, who want to level up their mental health, their goals, be better, all the things, this idea of consistency comes up. I mean, come on, who here has struggled with being consistent? It's hard, right? But our guest today has a tip, a trick, and a powerful story that will not only help you become more consistent, but also to help keep your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Well, welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. I am so grateful you are here. I'm Heather. I am your host. And today, y'all aren't ready for the fire that is about to be dropped today. We are going to be talking about how to stay consistent with your mental health. We have Sergeant Q from Operation popsmoke.com. His real name is Aaron Quinoez, but he is the CEO of Q Actual, which is a technology company creating app-based mental health solutions to increase mental health wellness and prevent suicide. And with that being said, y'all, towards the end of this conversation, Sergeant Q does share with us a story around his own suicidal ideation history and how he navigated through that. So if that's a trigger warning to you or any of the ears around you, we just wanted to let you know that content will be in today's episode. But man, there's some hope. Man, there's some healing. I cannot wait for you to dig in. But before we get started with that, you know what I'm going to ask you. You know what I'm going to ask you. We have a survey now for listeners because we want to improve this show. We want to reach more people and level up with every single episode. So if you have a moment, there is a link in the show notes. So we ask you to click and give us your thoughts. We'll be sending a few random participants gift cards here and there as a thank you. So if anything else, you got a chance to win something that is linked in the show notes. Now let's get into this. Consistency. Oh, what a topic. What a stinking topic. But Sergeant Q says that he has the formula for success. It's a very simple formula. It's consistency plus time is going to equal success. So if you can consistently do something over a long period of time, you're going to find success. And I've proven it many, many times in my life. That's how I've been successful. It's not necessarily because I'm better than other people. I can just usually outlast them. With that, I can conceptually get that, but that kind of requires some patience. Sergeant Q, and I don't got a lot of patience. I want to see some quick results, right? Right, right. Everybody wants this microwave generation, right? And so I always go back to this example. Uh, It's a great example. So I talk about structure, routine, and discipline is going to give you that consistency plus time. Hmm. Um, So structure, routine, and discipline. Everybody in January says, hey, I've put on some pounds for the holidays. I want to go get fit. I want to go to the gym and get fit. So they create this structure, which is they're going to go to the gym and they're going to go five days a week for a whole year and lose a bunch of weight. And they even create a routine, right? Five days a week, they're going to go and do it. And in January, it's great. They're out there. They're working out. They're hitting it hard. They don't see a lot of results in February. They kind of slack off. Now it's four days a week. By March, April, it's one day a week. And by the summer, they're not even going at all. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just the gym rats in there just jack and steal all day long. Well, why is that? Because they lacked the discipline. They didn't see the immediate results, so they stopped trying. But if they had consistently put in the time five days a week over six months, they would have definitely seen results. That's where that 
time plus the consistency, right? It's a very simple formula. You need to have spend that time doing the same thing the same way to see the results that you want. A lot of our listeners, um, they're interested in their mental health. And when you're in maybe a dark place or a really hard place, getting yourself to do anything sometimes is really hard. And I, I know when we see where we want to be, we think, okay, I just got to get everything like on point and together. And we don't have what we feel like it takes to do what you're saying. You know, that's a really good, that's a really good question. And so there's two really good components to that. Number one, you're never going to have it all together. Like that is a fallacy. You're never going to have it all together. I mean, I own a janitor. I started a janitorial company when I was homeless 13 years ago by using this process um, of healing through service and time plus consistency, uh, I've grown that company to have over 105 employees now in the Puget Sound. I also run an award-winning nonprofit that helps veterans struggling with PTSD. I'm a published author. I travel all over the world and I speak and teach on mental health, but I don't have it all together. I struggle on a regular basis. And I try and put that out there for people to see, like, even with all the stuff that I do and the success that I've had, I still struggle with mental health and I don't have it all together. And I have a mm -hmm. whole YouTube channel that's dedicated to that, to break down this idea that people who are successful, they have it all together. Like mm -hmm. there may be people like out there that are out there like that, but that's not me and that's not my journey. And I don't think that's a journey for a lot of us. A lot of us feel inadequate for the job that we're doing. We feel inadequate as parents, as fathers, as husbands, and that's okay. It's okay to feel inadequate. It's not okay to give up, right? You got to mm -hmm. keep trying and do better today than you did yesterday. And so yeah. that's the number one thing is knowing that you don't have to feel uh, like you have it all together to be successful. And then number two would be the, the the consistency portion, the not giving up. You have to, even if you fail, it's not really a failure until you quit. Mm -hmm. Because if you fail, you just learned a lesson. That's all you did. You realize like, okay, that didn't work. So let me change my approach. Let me try something different. Let me hit it from a different direction. And I learned a lot of that in the Marine Corps is when we would hit an obstacle, we would go over, we'd go over it, around it, or through it. Right, mm. you're you're not going to quit. You're not going to stop. You're going to keep pushing forward. That's really my story. There's a lot of people who said I couldn't do this. I, I'm not qualified for that. And uh, you know, it's kind of that old meme that says, you know, here, hold my beer, you know, and you just do it anyway. And that's just been my whole life. Is the best revenge that you can ever get on somebody is just to be successful. When they tell you you can't do it, like yeah. I don't even waste my time mm. trying to convince them. I just go and do it, and my success speaks for itself. And anybody can do that. I'm a janitor by trade, right? So yeah. anybody can do these things. It's very, very, it's simple, but it takes a lot of uh, mental fortitude to be able to, to push through every single day. So feeling like you're inadequate and feeling like you don't have it all together, that's totally normal. Before we hit record, you told me that you had just like finished 400 and something consecutive days of a devotional in the morning and you haven't missed that. And what I was curious about is like, there's all these little tips and things that we hear that are good for our mental health. So meditation, drink your water, go stand barefoot in the grass, go run, go do all this stuff. There's all these things. And I think sometimes like there's like a, people are paralyzed by just all the different things they can do for their mental health. What settled you in on my non-negotiable is this Bible time. And that's what I'm sticking to out of all the things you could have done. Well, so I, I think that any one of those things that you mentioned, people can have success with, right? But you have to have the consistency. And so I made it a goal. For me, uh, I've been a Christian now for 
almost 14 years. And uh, when I first became a Christian, I found the Lord. I was like, okay, if I'm going to be part of this group of Christians, I need to know what's going on. I need to read this Bible. I need to understand it. And so I just started doing that on a consistent basis. And I used to tell people all the time, like, yeah, I read my Bible all the time. And then God really convicted my heart. He's like, well, do you? And I was like, well, yeah, I think so. And so I started tracking it, right? I started tracking and I would do it like uh, how I do it is D01, right? So day zero one, that's day one, D02. And I would track it and I'd get going and then I'd, I'd open it up and I'd be like, wait, what day am I on? It's Thursday, but I haven't done it since Tuesday. Oh, I missed a couple of days. So I wasn't as consistent as mm. I thought I was. And so by tracking it consecutively, it really helped me, not accumulative, but consecutive. And so if I missed a day, if I'd be on day 14 and I missed a day, I'd go back and write D01 in my journal. That really helped me reach that goal. Now, I want to press pause right here because this kind of reminded me several episodes back. I think it was episode 13, maybe. We covered Jerry Seinfeld's productivity chain, which is very similar to what Sergeant Q is sharing here. I linked it in the show notes if you want to learn a little bit more about how Jerry Seinfeld is using what Sergeant Q is talking about. And so John Maxwell, I'm a, I'm a certified public speaker, trainer, and coach for the John Maxwell team. And John Maxwell says that if you want to change your life, you have to change something that you do every single day. And so mm. for me, that was it. I knew that I wanted to, to grow my relationship with God um, because I knew that was the, that was fundamental for anything else that I was going to do in my life. So I needed to grow my relationship with God. And so I made that commitment and I put in the time uh, and being consistent. And here I am at 401 days. But I probably it took me, I made that goal last year in January. And I don't think I started actually getting consistent until October. So I failed yeah. for like nine months, yeah. consistent failure, missing a day, missing a day, missing a day. For nine months, I was a total failure at this. And then finally, I got in my rhythm. And here we are. I'm sitting at over 401 days today of uh, consistently doing my Bible study. But I failed a lot to get to that point. So you would recommend us keeping track day one, day two, day three, like physically somewhere, just have a physical representation of our track record. Am I missing anything there? And then do you have anything as far as like the time piece? Like when you're see when you're putting in, let me, let me tell you, my husband's a personal trainer and those people just ah. drive me nuts. Like they're like, you got to eat right. You got to do all this stuff. And I'll be doing that. I mean, tell me what they said. And here's like four weeks gone by and I don't physically see anything different. And I get frustrated. And Brian, my husband, he's always like, Heather, it's months and months. It's time. It's time. You've got to stick with it. And it gets so discouraging for me because when you are doing what you're supposed to be doing, but you don't necessarily feel any different. Any tips there? Yeah, that's great. That's great. So there's two things that I do. Number one, I have an accountability partner, right? A friend or a family member that like, hey, I'm doing this. So ask me about it, right? And so they will, or maybe they'll do it with you. Like I've been doing this for over 400 days and my wife just, I mean, she does Bible study, but not consistent, but she's seen me do it for over a year now. And now she's like, okay, I want to do it with you every morning. And so she started that this week of saying, okay, she's seen me do it. And the results that I've had, she's like, okay, I'm going to do it too. So having an accountability partner is really cool. Having somebody to go through it with you and keep you accountable to the goals that you set is great. That's number one, right? Number two would be set up a reward system for yourself. Mm. Set up a reward system for yourself. So whatever that is, right? For me, if it's Bible study, I'm like, hey, I really want to buy this new video game, right? But I'm going to tell myself, all right, well, when I hit 100 days, then I'll buy that game. I could go buy it right now. I've got the money. But it's that delayed gratification. Yeah. 
It's that Smart. goal setting, right? And set it, set small goals. Don't set this huge, it's going to be a year and then I'm going to buy a new car, right? Like that is going to be really hard to hit. So set small goals, set it for a week. If I do this for a week, I'm going to give myself this little goal, this, this little prize, right? If I do it for 30 days, I'm going to give myself another little, uh, little bonus. If I do it for 90 days, 120 days, and you just set these goals and write it out on a calendar. Cause if yeah. you don't set a goal, then it's just a dream. And you're never going to achieve it, but you have to write this thing down and it becomes concrete in your yeah. mind. You've written it down on a calendar where you can see it every day and you're just tracking your progress. And if you mm -hmm. fail, good, good. Start over. Try <laughs> again, right? Because it's not really a failure until you quit. Come That's on. It's the only failure. Make sure you connect with Sergeant Q on social media. You can find him by just searching Sergeant Q. He also has a book called Healing Through Service, which is linked up in the show notes under his website, operationpopsmoke.com. Now, before we go, before we hit record, and I was just chatting with him, he mentioned the words healing and hope and said that that's why he does what he does. Uh, because it saved my life. You know, I almost committed suicide in a vacant parking lot one day, and I got invited to church by a friend of mine. And I was like, ah, I'm not interested in that, you know, um, and a few days went by and I saw that I, I had felt, I'd felt, um, you know, I had that suicidal ideation and where I almost mm -hmm. ended my life in that, in that vacant parking lot. And then it was a couple of days later, uh, I looked at that note with that address on it Sunday morning and I was a little hungover, if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was like, ah, maybe I'll go check out this, this church thing. And so I drove down to the address. And I drove right back into that very same parking lot that I'd almost ended my life in. Didn't realize that it was church parking lot. And uh, that shook me, you know? And when I went, I heard that I, I didn't know what was going on, but I knew there was something strange about this, this thing that had just happened. And so I went into the church and I listened to the pastor talk and he was talking about this idea of hope. You know, I, I, I answered the altar call and I became a Christian and I just started diving in. And what I found about hope is that it's the number one catalyst for survival. So there was a study that was done by John Hopkins University back in the 1950s. And it's a really, it's, it's a really fascinating study, but it's very brutal, right? You couldn't mm -hmm. get away with this now, not in this um, day and age with YouTube and PETA. But they put these rats into these jars and they let them swim around for about three or four minutes. And then after three or four for minutes, they would nose around the edge and realize there was no way to escape. And so they would dive down into the bottom of this jar and they would drown. And the scientists were perplexed because why were these rats dying so quickly? They knew they could swim better. So they redid this study. They put new rats in. Again, they let them swim around for two or three minutes and they would dive down to the bottom to drown themselves. Mm -hmm. And so the moment that the rats would dive down, the, the scientists would rescue the rat out. They would hold it for a few minutes. They would pet it and they would let it recover. And then they would reintroduce it right back into the same water. Now, something remarkable happened. When they put the rats back into the water, they would swim for hours and sometimes even days before their body would physically succumb to exhaustion and they would die. And at the end of the study, they concluded this, that in the absence of hopelessness, the rats did not die. It was that small injection of hope into their life that kept them swimming longer than anybody ever thought possible. And you see, it's that same hope that we can give to other people who are struggling with mental health or with mental health, that things will get better. And it's that small measure of hope that you give them that will keep them fighting longer to stay alive than anybody ever thought possible. Hope is the number one catalyst for survival.
Do you feel hope today? Maybe you don't. I want to invite you to connect with our community of amazing people. Look at our show notes, our Instagram, our Discord's link there. Find hope, look for it, search for it, fight for it. You, my friend, are worth fighting for. Listen, whether it is holding your breath to reduce anxiety, seeking out intentional adversity to become more mentally strong, or adding time and consistency in so that you can succeed. We just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.